The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. It's the Cigar Authority After Show, and it's brought to you by Roma Craft Tobacco. Since 2010, Mike Rosales and Skip Martin have focused on the simple and time-honored task of combining quality tobacco, experienced craftsmen, and the right amount of time to bring you cigars worthy of the legacy of the centuries of premium cigar craftsmen that came before them. Whether you are revisiting the anti-prohibition era mindset of intemperance or getting in touch with your more primal side with a Cro-Magnon and Neanderthal, you are sure to find a blend in the Romacraft house of brands that fits the exact balance of flavor, strength, and body you are looking for in that moment. When you're finally able to take a short break from the world to relax and enjoy a cigar, the last thing you need is a complicated sales pitch. Simple, yet substantial. Tobacco, talent, time. Romacraft Tobacco. The after show, the after show, the after show. It's the after show, everybody. The show after the regular show. And uh, we were uh, trying to figure out what the hell do you want to talk about, but Barry came up with an idea of cigar etiquette for the barbecue. So you're hosting the barbecue. Family cookout, friends. It's at your house. It's at your house. You are a cigar smoker, and you're planning on smoking cigars yourself, so you should have cigars on hand for other people. A hundred percent. Because if you planned on drinking and eating yourself, you've got to have drinks and food yeah, for other people. You know, when you I feed them, too? When I throw a barbecue, I supply a, a, at least one bottle of bourbon, the food. People know they're going to get the food. Somebody else brings another bottle. But they know I work in the cigar industry, so they expect me to bring the cigars. So the key is to actually go to a barbecue that a guy works at a bank. Yes, because then he'll bring the money. Bring the money, and then everybody gets some (laughs) money with them. Because that is true that because you work in the cigar industry, everyone expects you to be the one supplying the cigars. Which a cigar, a decent cigar, we'll call it $10, right? Right. And you've got 10 people, it's going to be 100 bucks on the cigars itself. And that's assuming you're going to give everybody the same exact cigar, or do you do that? Personally, I don't. um, The majority of my friends are cigar smokers, but when I have family over, they're fringe cigar smokers. So I'm going to have a cigar in my pocket and a cigar lit up before they show up. And they're going to be looking for the cigars. I'm going to put a bundle of cigars out because most of them aren't going to smoke it past the halfway point. But they still want me to provide it. So I will put out a bundle of Dos Hombre. Uh, so you're a cheap bastard. Yeah, because it's an inexpensive cigar. It's good. They're going to enjoy it, but I know they're not going to finish it. So if they don't finish a $3 cigar, I'm not going to be as upset if they don't finish a $10 cigar. See, huh. I go the opposite way, as you would probably imagine. Uh, I'm going to show up with a Atta box Bay. of Studio 21 Robusto. Yeah. And I sit down with my family and friends, and we do the cut together. We do the light together. You're smoking the same thing with them. I'm going to smoke it with them and show them how to cut, how to light, how to smoke, how to really get the flavors and enjoy it. And we'll spend 30 to 45 minutes. Now I know everybody got my money's worth out of the cigars, and they got an education to be able to enjoy cigars better. And that becomes a little part of the event because let's face it. It's not an event even at your house. Everybody comes over for a cookout and, oh, the game's on and that's the thing you're doing. Well, this gives us an opportunity to be able to have time together and do something together as a family unit or as a friend unit. So would you, uh, Barry, based on what you said, would you drink Johnny Walker Blue 
and they have light beers for them. No, because I'm going to know I'm going to know my my audience if if uh, Memorial Day weekend a few days from now family's coming over. I know they're beer drinkers. I'm going to have beer instead of bourbon. And you're I'm, gonna, but I'm, you're going to drink beer too. I'm going to have the beer. I'm not going to break out the bourbon unless somebody asks me. Do you have but any bourbon? You're going to have what they're having. But when it comes to cigars, you're going to have the good good cigar for you, and they can because I'm a, not going to waste fifteen dollars on somebody that's going to take five or six puffs. So why don't you smoke Dos Ombre too? Because I'd rather smoke something <laughs> a little bit more higher end. All right, Ed Sullivan, what do you think? Um. I'm going to go with some... Ed's not having people at his house, first of all. No, my family comes over and none of them smoke, so I oh, smoke perfect. whatever the hell I want. But if I had somebody over, I'd probably go uh, the La Giana route, and I'd actually have some angelics there as well. See, that's I'd important. Them. If you, cause you smell like full-of-bodied cigars. Yeah, I can't. The majority of people out. don't. The majority of people that listen to our show prefer full-of-bodied cigars. You put out a full-bodied cigar, you're going to turn off a, a potential yeah, cigar smoker. You can make, make somebody sick. Yeah, you're going to but go milder. Ed, would you end up smoking the La Giana too at the same time with them, or are you going to smoke your Neanderthal while they're smoking La Giana? I'm going to smoke my Neanderthal. Really? I mean, okay. if somebody else knows what it is and wants one, they can have that as well. I feel like I have to have what they're having. I have to drink what they're drinking. Mm -hmm. You certainly wouldn't make a steak for you and give them a hot dog. I might. Very really? Much. Yeah, <laughs> I might. Yeah. I might. Although I'm, we're doing steak tips, and I don't know if you've seen the price of steak tips uh. lately. You know, Mr. Steer, it's $18 a pound. I got 12 people coming over to my house. Wow. Yeah. It's going to be brutal. Yeah, but... So, so that's part of the reason why I got to go cheaper on the cigars, because I'm spending a few hundred dollars on food. Yeah, but you can't get, you can't have the steak tips for you and give them hot dogs, right? Yeah, but they know I'm passionate about cigars. Nobody's ever been like, why I think you they smoke? know you're passionate about your food, too. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. But nobody's gone to me, why are you smoking the better cigar? They know this is something they'll do once or twice a year. You know, and I'll have a I'll have a, a box of Toscanellos there for the ladies that want to try a cigar because they're more likely to like something flavored. Call well, me sexist, but they'd rather, you know, something flavored's more likely to be on their speed. Now, you could sort of dollar cost average out your food and have steak tips and hot dogs, and then someone wants a hot dog and they fill up a little bit on the hot dog, they eat less steak tips. You could That's you could what salad's of, for. Yeah. No, we're, salad is the featured meal. Ugh, we're going to have salad. For you, it is. Yeah, we're doing potato salad. We're doing steak tips. Uh, we're doing corn on the cob. So I have the answer. Um, you need to have some little cigars. Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. need to have flavored cigars. Mm -hmm. And you need to have good ones. And that's the selection. There's a selection of it, like you'd put a charcuterie board out with different things. Here's so, a charcuterie board of cigars, and then you help them, and you say, you know something? I think this would be good for you. So with my friends that are cigar smokers that smoke somewhat more frequently, that I do. Okay. But family that I know, the only two times they'll smoke during the year is fire pit at my brother-in-law's house and my house at a barbecue, and that'll be the only time during the year they light up. And I know from experience that a $15 cigar is going to be wasted. Yeah. I know I can't do the Atabay thing because it really sickens me mm -hmm. of you got people over and you want to give them the best that there is, 
but mm-hmm. I cannot stand that they lit it and it one inch is gone and it's in the ashtray and here's a whole bunch of expensive cigars that are wasted mm-hmm. and it's not like you can just get all you want of these things. They'd only make so many of them mm-hmm. and it's just wasteful. So I don't do it, but I'm certainly not going to smoke an Atabay and give them a, a Dos Ombre either. Mm-hmm. So I got to figure something that I'm going to partake in the same things that are available mm-hmm. to them. I feel like mm-hmm. the same with the alcohol, the same with the food. There is an etiquette to this thing. Yeah. When my oh. cigar smoking friends come over, I'll put out a couple of Atabays. You know, if there's eight people, I'm going to put out two Atabays, two Byrons, maybe a Rocky Patel 60, some Aladinos, um, some milder cigars like La Giana, Maduro, because I think that's a great gateway Maduro cigar. Yeah, yeah. And I'm also going to know the weather. On a 98-degree day, I don't want something that's going to be super strong because it's going to affect you more on a hot, humid day. Yeah, yeah. Like today. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Jonathan's idea of... But it's the fu- it's the best. And even people who I've done it with before, they people love somebody that sounds like they know what they're talking about. So, and they love to partake some, in something it, yeah. that is going to teach them a new skill set. And even my uncle, who's been smoking cigars longer than me... He still loves to sit there and, and watch me do the cut, mm-hmm. and he, he likes to perfect his and hone his skills for being a better cigar smoker. See, I would show up a half hour late to Jonathan's barbecue just not to have to listen to that. I want to talk about family, what's going on with my nieces and my nephews. You know, I, I don't want somebody giving a 30-minute lesson on something. We're there to catch up with family. So how about, I know you're into your bourbons and uh, your drinks and things like that, mm. so they get there and then you you tell them about the bourbon you put out if you assume you put it out no i'm with my friend somebody will go this is good and i'll tell them when i know about it but only if they ask yeah so you're doing it wrong no i'm not gonna if they don't want to know i'm not gonna i'm not we're there to hang out we're not there to be lessened or learned as you heard, I'm very learned. That's what Angela said on the, on the big yeah, show. You me up. So, I mean, I got my shout out. Yeah. <laughs> I was first. Did she, did she shout you out? No. Not even a mention. Which is good. I'm, no, off, no, the, I'm off the radar. She mentioned that she felt like Barry was starting to come into his own in the learned. She did mention. She did right. mention. Uh-huh. She, yeah. she wants to sit with me in the ugly section. <laughs> she does want to sit over there. I did yeah, pick that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that may happen one week or something. Sure. Let's see if next week oh, I can give drag her a her microphone. In. Please <laughs> give her a yeah, microphone. Yeah, the, the problem is I, I, I worry too much. Of, yeah. It could go off the rails of the. Uh, so, uh, all right. Uh, that, that's part of her strength. She's a character. very strong woman. Yeah, it's part of her strength. It's time for incredible feats of strength brought to you by Camacho Cigars. For six decades, Camacho have been working hard to build the best damn cigar around, and they have gotten through it all by sticking to their vision. The strength to do anything they set their hand to. Camacho Cigars. And I have the top ten feats of strength by humans, hmm. uh, and I'm, I'm at number eight, and I'm realizing at this very moment why Dave handed me this segment, because mm-hmm. he saw half a Thor, Julius Bjornsson's name mm-hmm. with all the funny little markings. Oh, yeah. And he was like, I'm not doing this. Yeah. yeah. Better known as the Swedish chef, right? He is better known <laughs> as the mountain on Game of Thrones. He oh, yeah. He broke a 1,000-year-old weightlifting record when he lifted a 1,433-pound log 
He not only lifted it, but he carried it for five steps. How is that possible? That's about how much a smart car weighs, just for the record. Hmm. Uh, it's a ridiculous feat, and it earned him the title of the world's strongest Viking. The record he broke is actually one from Icelandic, Icelandic legend, which says a Viking carried the mast of a ship on his shoulders for three steps. This dude did it for five. Hmm. Half a Thor, Julius Bjornsson. Let's assume you weigh 200 pounds. He weighs 400 pounds. Okay, but... And he's 14, like seven feet tall. And 1,400 pounds on your shoulder. You would think it's enough to crush. Not him. He's yeah. a mountain of a man. That's why he has that nickname. Huh. Absolutely. A, a ton is 2,000 pounds, right? Mm -hmm. A ton. Yes. Almost a ton. He put a smart car on his shoulders is essentially what happened. I want to see a video of this. <laughs> Jonathan, how much does your clown car weigh? Uh, 2,000 pounds. 2,000. Yeah. Well, There's a lot more to that because you got to balance it properly if it's not equally bouncing your shoulders sure. it's tip forward or tip back one little move it's mm. it's starts there's no way you're pulling it back of there that's amazing dave you have a heavy car right it's over six thousand pounds that's great tax write-off yep <laughs> you have to get over the six over over a weight class yeah. um mr jonathan do you feed the people at your cookout foods that <laughs> you will eat you could have just stopped with food <laughs> Yeah. Only. Yeah, he does broccoli. He does uh, the farting things, Brussels sprouts, mm -hmm. and salad. But at a, at so, a so say you go and eat potato chips. You, you, you make it burgers without buns or however you're doing, whatever you do. <laughs> he's, he's doing in the case of In the case of burgers, of course, there are buns available. <laughs> I'm not To eating. those people. To those people. And do you, do you tell them how bad it is do as they're eating it? you give them a 30-minute nope. lesson on nope. why it's bad for you? No, nope. I just it's available. a lesson about smoking, and that's it. And... Uh, when it comes to eating at my house, I will cook the that vast majority of the dishes that are available are ones that I will eat, and there'll be other things that right. other people eat, so like bread or mashed you potatoes. You don't mention lectins at all. I'm not saying I don't mention them, uh, but it, you know, often the conversation will come up let's about not go to his barbecue. Yeah. How sickly I look. No, I'm, how I'm I actually eating. surprised. You know, there'd be something there that he wouldn't eat because he mm -hmm. cooks what he what he'll eat. Yeah. Except for at the meatball. I make you mac and cheese all the time. Yeah. And I, yeah. It, it seems I like it. you won't I'm eat. I'm not it. trying to pick a fight, but it seems like a very narcissistic barbecue. <laughs> don't come to my house. You're going to show up late anyways. It just pissed me off. So <laughs> I don't want to listen to your lesson. No, you're, you're taking come. the Angela Garofalo thing. This is who I am. And yeah. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's not like I, I don't cook with flavor. I, the stuff that I'm making is delicious. It just Says happens you. to also be nutritious. So, so uh, while that interview was going on, you know what? It didn't come up, but I'm going to bring him up, was your grandfather. Mm. And wouldn't it have been nice if we had done that? Imagine if they hooked up. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but to have your grandfather on an interview, we should have did it. We should have. He came so many times, he, and we had the opportunity. He was on the show just once as a call-in and once when he stepped over the velvet rope. Yeah. And I had to tell my brother, can you please go buy him a cigar and take him into the <laughs> sitting area? He drank else. a rusty nail, right? He drank rusty nails, yeah. yeah. I remember you gave me one at uh, Tommy Grillo's. We had a drink in your dad's memory. Grandfather. Grandfather. Yeah. My dad's still alive. And, uh, he, yeah. and he made it to what, 99? 94 or 95. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah. Now that he's gone. Uh, 2014. Would, would he be horrified at your eating habits? Nope. No, he was <laughs> such. He, he was so supportive of everything any one of his children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren, and great-great-great-grandchildren did. 
Whatever you were doing, he was enthralled. He wanted to hear about it as long as you were willing to have the conversation over a cigar. And, and even if you didn't smoke, he was smoking. But he's the only person I've ever met that was allowed to smoke in everyone's house. This is in the 80s that I remember him coming over. Well, you could in anybody's There's, house in the 80s. But there was, no, there was no smoking in my house. Oh, really? But he, my mom had an ashtray for him, and he could smoke in the kitchen. So, Jonathan, hypothetical. If I gave him a cigar, would he accept pronouns? Well, you could explain to him now they use different pronouns, and he'd say, that's, that's cool. I think he would just nod his head like Dave does, you know, when he doesn't really hear what you're saying and yeah. he just agrees. All right. So he wouldn't argue about it. No, I don't think he would. Alcohol consumption at the cookout, do you shut people off? I've never had to. So. Do you think you should have at some point? I think my wife has sh- should have shut me off a few times. <laughs> you off. Yeah. So you're not the responsible person. No, after it. an hour, I don't want to deal with these people anymore. So. I the only person I ever shut off was my mother. Really? Okay, ma. No more. I've done it at our anniversary party. Have to shut mm-hmm. her off. Mm-hmm. She starts getting with people and she wants a drink and mm-hmm. and be part of the thing. And I'm like, okay, yeah, enough. that's enough. And she that loses interest in the whole thing and says, okay, I'm going now. <laughs> she just you have to, you, She comes in swinging. You have. <laughs> You have to be able to manage your alcohol consumption so that you can carry yourself up the stairs. That's my rules. You could sleep in my house. You have to be able to get yourself to bed. Yeah, sometimes that doesn't Any happen. Any vomiting that happens is your responsibility tomorrow morning. I'm not doing it. That's why the rooms have doors. Has you, have you ever had vomiting at a, no. at a party? I have not. No. Vomiting? Not in a long time. No, no vomiting. Usually it's me, but I clean myself up. Yeah. All right, I think we've bled this out. I don't think we have any more to say. Do you have anything to say more on the subject? This was weak. This what, was, what, what is your ideal barbecue cigar? Just one cigar, ideal barbecue cigar. Yeah, probably La Giana. Something mild. I'm outside in the heat and stuff. Mm-hmm. I can't go to strong mm-hmm. stuff. It's, it's got to be La Giana is, is the go-to for me. People coming over the house, they expect Garofalo, so there's Garofalo mm-hmm. there right. too. Well, and especially if you're working the pizza oven, you can't have a strong cigar. Correct. You'll just drop right in front of the oven. Yeah. Pizza will burn. But that's what happens with barbecues at my house turn into pizza parties. Right. Even though there's barbecues going, there's a pizza oven. They go, you're going to make a pizza? All right. And you get that going, then it turns into a pizza party. How about you, Jonathan? What's your go-to cigar for a barbecue? Uh, Tonight, I'm going to one. This would be Saturday, mm. so uh, I'll bring a couple Corojo Reserves for myself, mm. a couple of Bandoleros, and then I'll have a box of uh, Studio 21 Robusto, and anybody mm. that wants to smoke will just sit down. So and- you're smoking something different than the other people, too? I'm going to smoke the Studio 21 with them, okay. but I'll have one going on the ride up, and then I'll have a couple for after. So you're going to show up with a cigar going? Typically, yeah. And, and you're at somebody else's house? Yeah. Is smoking allowed? You know it. Why would I go there if it wasn't? <laughs> I don't go so to places that's interesting. where there's no smoking. All right. Going to somebody else's barbecue. You're bringing other cigars with you for other people, even though it's not Yeah, because thing? once again, I work in the cigar yeah. industry. They expect me to bring it, but I'm not Nobody gonna, expects that from me. Yeah, I'm all. not going to bring bourbon or anything like that. They got to supply that. But when it's at my house, it's the food. There's at least a bottle yeah. of bourbon. The cigars are consistent. You, know? you go to you go to somebody's barbecue. You bring in cigars with you for yourself for well, sure. 
I always have cigars with me. I've got a selection in my car, as you know. Yeah. So I'll scope it out and see how it goes. If it's outdoors and I can find a spot. And then is there extra cigars in case somebody says, oh, you cigar smoke? Yeah, I think I got five boxes in the car right now. And you'd supply people? Oh, sure, yeah. if they want one. Yeah, you don't do recon on people? They throw, you're going to someone else's house? You know, what's the smoking situation? It's the first question I ask. I don't care what's on the menu. Hmm. I'll bring my own salad. What's the smoking situation? <laughs> Is there a place food. I can smoke? Oh, yeah, yeah. You could go outside by the whatever. All right, I'm in. I'll go. No, there's no smoking. I'm sorry, yeah, I'm not coming. I, I went to a cigar um, night to remember with cigar aficionado, yeah. and Rush Limbaugh was up speaking. And he said, I do not go anywhere that doesn't allow my cigar smoking. Mm. No hotel, nowhere that doesn't allow my cigar smoking. Well, Ed Sullivan's going to the PCA trade show with you, and he found a smoking room in Las Vegas. Yes, oh, he did. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yes, looking forward to it. And we will go we'll be there. live from that We'll room, go there at hopefully. 10 a.m., yeah. 9 a.m. on Saturday mm. so that we can jump on the show with you guys. Nice. It's going to be fun. We're smoking in his room, which is, sounds like dirty like you're not supposed to do it well and Jonathan, we, you and i did it in that room and we non-smoking put the, room wet yeah. the towels and covered the bottom of the the door to make sure nothing got out the and windows don't open all the way no. i mean you get a little tiny crack and try to oh, yeah it's terrible that's on purpose in my case eyes you lose were, too much money at the table they don't want somebody jumping out of the 30th floor of treasure island my eyes don't burn much hot boxing with ed sullivan and in that room <laughs> Jesus. All right, that's it. We beat this one to death. Uh, next week on the Cigar Authority, it's Trivia Day. In order to participate, you have to actually be on the show live so that you can jump into the chat room on either YouTube, Facebook, or the CigarAuthority.com. In case we go down somewhere, go there to find out where you're supposed to be. Your best bet to get in to win, though, will be, if we're still on it, YouTube or the CigarAuthority.com. Cannot control the delay on Facebook. Okay, can't control the delay. So to win, it's going to be YouTube or the CigarAuthority.com to get into the trivia. We'll have prizes to give away, and uh, hopefully this, uh, fingers across, we get to another week of this. You're going to be in it to win it. There we go. Always remember to stick the lid end in your mouth, because you might like it. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.